Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a social media examiner production. I'm Eric Fisher. My co-host today is Kim Reynolds. This is the show for marketers looking to stay on the leading edge of social media. We bring you expert opinions about the relevant social media news and how it impacts you. On today's show, we're going to explore Facebook Watch updates. Facebook Creator Studio releasing globally and IGTV growth. Our special guests include Owen Video and Jeff C. Before we get to the show, I want to remind you this show is brought to you by Social Media Marketing World 2019. Yes, it's a big deal. I have to say it slow to remember to say that like all those words are in there. That's the year because we've been doing it so long. And it's this year in San Diego. San Diego, I almost said something else. San Diego, as usual, find out more to so that you can join 7,000 other fellow marketers at the mega conference designed to inspire you, empower you, and make sure you have social media success in the coming year. Find out more at smmw19.com. Before we get into our first segment, I want to tell you who our guests are. So first off, Owen Video from The Video Spot. Owen is a YouTube marketing consultant specializing in small business growth. He's made over 1,000 videos for the web and has a YouTube channel with almost one minute, sorry, one million minutes, big difference, of watch time. Having recently defeated cancer in the same year, he doubled his business. Congratulations. Owen is uniquely qualified to show small business owners and entrepreneurs the pathway for making money with online video, no matter what stage of business you're in. Welcome to the show. Owen. Thanks so much for having me here. No, seriously. Seriously. Uh, uh, I'm so glad to be here today. Okay. Hold on to that applause and use that multiple times as we go, because I need some of that every once in a while. Our other guest this morning is Jeff C. He's the owner and creative director of His Design Incorporated, where he has worked to help clients market themselves in the best way possible using a variety of mediums for over 14 years. He is the head beard at Manly Pinterest Tips, where he's the creator and host of the Manly Pinterest Tip Show with top tips, comedy, storytelling, and just plain fun. Jeff teaches Pinterest techniques unlike any other. Jeff is also a valuable member. I have to add the word valuable on the social team. It's social media examiner and manages our Pinterest and Instagram accounts. Welcome to the show again, Jeff C. Thank you. That was long. Wow. That was was like three claps. Listen to that. that, Did you do that on purpose? (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. All right. So uh, let's get into this. So here's the thing. IGTV. Yeah. Announced, let's see, with the end of June at, was it VidCon? Right? So it yeah. was during VidCon. Owen, you were there, right? Did you Were you in the audience when they announced this? No, you know, uh, VidCon is not one of those. <laughs> the 
in the audience, you know, like the, 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 so much of the action is outside those doors, you know, where all the people are. Right. Uh, but we were all on our phones shortly afterwards talking about how we're going to upload. I kind of sat there with this maniacal <laughs> because I had already had, like, I already knew portrait video was going to be a thing. So I had some assets ready and, and I knew that I was going to film some stuff right away. And, and I did. In fact, I filmed my first IGTV walking through VidCon. Uh, I believe I even passed Michael Stelzner uh, along the way while I was uh, while I was filming that. So uh, we jumped on. We jumped in right in the very beginning. So let's get everybody up to speed if they're not familiar with it, because, again, some people still play catch up as they go. IGTV is long form vertical video done through Instagram, and it's a separate app, but it ties into the main app and uh, it's been what now two months, eight weeks, little over eight weeks, nine weeks, something like that, that it's been around. So it's still this brand new thing. But TechCrunch has had a report where basically they were saying that uh, it wasn't growing necessarily as fast as it was supposed to be or ought to be or whatever you want to call it. And I kind of had that hunch, too, because I was noticing my own consumer habits in regards to IGTV. So I want to start with this question for everybody here, Kim, Jeff, Owen, and I'll throw in maybe what has been your consumer stance or usage when it comes to IGTV? And I want to ask that question also to our listeners. So anybody jump in? Well, I, you know what, Owen and I talked about this at, we were just a video uh, marketing world together and we kind of, bannered this around a little bit i still think it's too early to tell um yeah. i don't consume as much content like you said eric as i did when i first started out because it's, it's a horrible there's a horrible search feature there's not one really oh yeah uh, so okay. if they want to compete with youtube they've got to do something about that that being said we're marketers we watch other marketers market and so it kind of goes really fast and then it dies down but i look at my kids and they're watching it and they have certain people that they follow and they get that notification and they watch that video. So to say it's dead, I think it's too early. I think it's still too early to tell. It's Facebook. They're going to put money behind it. They're going to try everything they can to make it work. Right. If it doesn't, they'll do something else. It's also it's also pretty groundbreaking, right, that 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 Instagram would flip the switch and and uh, make portrait uh, part of what they're doing because immediately that that's going to invite a certain type of creator, a creator who is agile, a creator who uh, understands uh, productions and, and framing. Uh, so you're immediately going to be looking at a higher quality content base than you are going to be seeing on on Facebook. And so it is it does have its own market positioning. It's got its own thing, which I, I feel is very exciting. I have enjoyed watching the the portrait style videos. And one of the, the things I really have enjoyed is watching these things that say flip your camera. So it'll start. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Mike no. Murphy did a great job with this. So Mike Murphy will have like, you know, it's a video of him and he's like, all right, everybody, I'm going to show you guys this quick trip. So flip the camera and he puts a little arrow up and and then as you sort of flip your camera around, boom, it's your it's your standard widescreen widescreen video. So it's a really neat way to engage me on the platform. You just got me to turn my phone. I think that's really cool. It's real world. That's a real world reaction. You know what I mean? To your content. Uh, so too early to tell. This is the marketer thing, right? Ah, we're all like hipster marketers. So, all right. So Kim, I want to get your take in a second, but I got to respond to Owen. I think I got to wonder if though, if that's a cheat where 
Yeah. It's like oh, saying yeah. we're we're not going to conform to the way this is being you know put out there mm-hmm. by Instagram as a vertical video hub. Screw yeah. that. We're going to still make landscape video and tell you to turn your phone. Fo- your phone. Yeah. And I, I'm conflicted about that. I don't know how to process that yet. Just yet. Okay. Part of me thinks that's genius. The other part of me is like, uh-uh, cheater. Cheating. So, <laughs> so, all right. So I agree with you in this that we should respect the platform, right? If you're going to upload to uh, uh, to to IGTV, then you should be uploading is you know in in a portrait style. But I do like this. I'm not ready to do that yet, but I don't want to get mm-hmm. left behind. So many times as marketers, we talk about just get started. We do these motivational speeches, right? Like just get started, everyone. Like you're the best, and and you can. <laughs> Right. Our good friend, Brian Fanzo talks about push the dang button. Yeah. That's my, that's my, that's my marketer voice. By the way, that's my keynote voice. Uh, um, you know, but we ourselves don't get started because we want it to be perfect. We want it to reflect our brand. So I love how it's like, well, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to do portrait video right now, but here's a backup way that I can just, I can at least ride the wave and be a part of the new growth. And that for me as a marketer, I really enjoy seeing that. Okay. I want to come right back to that in a second. Kim, what's your take? What have you, what's your experience been? Um, I have not been partaking in a whole lot of IGTV, mostly because they haven't given me a reason to leave YouTube. And I think that as the platform matures, assuming it does, that I would be convinced to mosey on over to IGTV. But right now there's, there's nothing they have to offer that I can't get elsewhere. I mean, it is, I get it is vertical video, but I'm not that hot on vertical video anyway. So, you know, it, it, for me, it's, it's, there hasn't been a real big reason to move over. Yeah. I want to say something to both Kim and Owen's point. One of the things that we saw when it first launched is marketers treated it as a long, oh, I can go longer on my stories. And they used the same format that way. And IGTV to me was always the way they produced. They said, you know, it's going to start with you'll have a 10 minute limit. And then some people we want to have full shows on there. It was supposed to be for produced content. It wasn't supposed to be a long story. And I think a lot of marketers thought, oh, I got all this time. I can just talk forever. And I don't I think the, the people who are succeeding and the ones that I watch, like Justin Brown does a great job. It's a produced video for IGTV. And right. it's made as you know, it has, they have, it's almost like a Snapchat story. And so, you know, with those like the the tasty maids and all those kind of people, they did really cool, uh, you know, vertical video on that channel. And I think or square IGTV, even. Yeah. So I think it, it needs to be produced. I don't think just making a long story is gonna work. Well, then that brings up something interesting because Instagram was saying that the younger people who are on Instagram like the less produced kind of video. They like the more raw in the moment. But then you're saying that it, it needs to be produced. So that's kind of a conundrum. There. I think they I think they like that for stories. I think for stories, they like the, hey, I'm in the moment. Because that's what Snapchat is. And, it, you know, a lot of those users moved over to, mm-hmm. to Instagram and watch the stories. And like my kids do that now. And so I think that they like that. But I think it was developed for... You know, you even show some of those shows that they like at their announcement that they were showing and it was produced and had, you know, some lower thirds in it and stuff. What do you think? Well, Owen? Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, IGTV was designed to to attract the producer, somebody who was producing major content. Uh, and 
that immediate see, and this is a Facebook mentality, right? Facebook didn't go after the grunge creators. They went after NBC. They went after like, you know, ABC creators and these and these bigger, you know, professional. This is what Facebook does. So they're doing the same thing on IGTV. And and what did we do? We sort of started uploading our our stories, right? And and a lot of marketers and people are using, you know iPhone apps to record a 10 minute story. And then they use another app to like chop them up into 10 second things and, and whatnot. So they're just taking that same file and uploading it and getting more exposure, which I think is the right marketing thing to do. But Jeff is hundred percent right. IGTV was designed to be a production Valley. It's supposed to be portrait television. And that's why they're calling mm. it IGTV. It's in the name, you know, and, and TV doesn't mean cable transmission anymore. What TV means is episodic, high produced content, typically corporate, typically sponsored. But that's what we say when we say TV, when we say TV is dead, we're very wrong. What we mean is cable transmission, audio, you know, the analog transmission is dead, but the high produced episodic content is going to win the day. And you've got to figure out how you can make your live streams and your, your, your videos more production based, you know, just a little higher quality. It doesn't have to be ABC quality, but it needs to be better than the next guy if you're going to win. So uh, how then do you say you think that uh, w- that basically Insta- Instagram's got these three pieces? They've got the what they started off with, which was yeah. square and then modified, you know, to, to just basically photos in the newsfeed. Then they came out with stories, which, again, they kind of stole and then this vertical video which again is kind of youtube but turned right side up how people use their phones and what i'm wondering is how do they differentiate themselves between having all three of those things or more importantly how do you differentiate between stories and igtv because again it's vertical video slash images and for me and my personal consumer habits like they're lucky I'm watching stories at this point because you've got to almost to consume. You either have time to consume all three or you pick and choose. And I've kind of picked and chosen newsfeed and then some stories. IGTV, I kind of forget about, although this new notification for new videos, which Owen, you discovered, uh, let's get into that in a second. But what do you guys think about this? I mean, all three of these things at once is kind of, I don't know, hit or miss. What do you think? I think stories is behind the scenes. Here's a kind of a shot in my day. Uh, yeah. IGTV is going to be um, th- like we, we talked about produce. And, and, and I would look at the, the, you know, I sat through Daryl Eve's session and I listened to Owen and the YouTubers, they have a formula they follow. We do it on the journey. There's a, and I think that people who want to have a successful IGTV channel need to have a follow, uh, you know, a formula that they're going to do for their videos with the production. Like, here's a hook. Here's what we're going to do. Here's a little title screen. And, and have this formula to, like uh, Owen was saying, storytelling and, you know, episodic content. That's what's going to win IGTV. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the thing is, it's way too much on Instagram right now. I feel like Instagram is a little overwhelming right now. I really like flipping through Instagram is my, is my release. I know I don't, I'm not going to see too much uh, political stuff there. I know I'm mm-hmm. not going to see too much inflammatory stuff there. Like it's just beautiful pictures and like cool video and every now and then a James <laughs> Wedmore advertisement, right? Shout out to my buddy, James. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's kind of like what Instagram is for me. And I like to go on stories behind the scenes. And now it's this third thing, which I'm interested. I like five minute crafts, but I can kind of see that anywhere, right? There's a lot of content I can see there, but I can see it 
and other places that are already a part of my like daily workflow. I, you know, I challenge you guys right now, go to uh, Instagram and try to find someone's story in particular, right? Like I want to mm. find this person's story. It's really sort of a struggle, right? It's not, it's not intuitive. It's not in your face, which is why they're putting it in your face. But what they're putting in your face is not necessarily based on an algorithm right now. What we're seeing, Jeff, uh, it's based on the latest upload in your network. Right. So I'm getting like alerts for people I haven't even talked to. It's reminding me to unfollow them uh, right. as a, like, right. It's like I'm still following this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, oh, I should go watch uh, watch that story. So I feel like there's a lot of problems with discoverability. Um, this, yes. this whole, like this whole, like static thing. Like, are you guys getting this? Like you, you press an IGTV and it's like, and then it plays Yes. stupid, stupid, fix that. Uh, I, I think it's like a throwback, right? It's supposed oh, it's to, to be it's totally a throwback. Yeah. They think it's cute or something. It, it, uh, the whole TV there. there. I think yeah. it's their loading screen. Cause sometimes it just yeah. doesn't work and it stays on static. So Kim, Kim, what do you think? Uh, you're, you're somebody we, you and I talked about this pre-show. Um, what's your take on between newsfeed stories and IGTV? Um, my order of operations, if you will, is new feed, news feed, then stories and pretty much never IGTV. (laughs) And I, again, because I just, I don't feel like they have anything to offer that I can't find elsewhere and better that can change and it I, I'm sure that it will change, but right now I still I'm like, oh, and I like going to Instagram because it's kind of a safe place to consume mm-hmm. comment or content. Right. I know that I'm not going to get political stuff. I get the same kind of the same ads over and over, but they're highly targeted to me. I love the ads. I've said that before. I actually like ads in Instagram. And it is a place where I can go and actually enjoy just being a consumer before we change the subject i i want to i want to address sort of i can't get this anywhere else because you bring up a good point and i think the reason for that is we're all still adapting i mean how cool and maybe instagram did do this but like they got like a couple of creators to to be involved in the launch uh so we could see fresh content and say oh this is what we expect to see on instagram tv but you're right it's like a rehash of what we're seeing everywhere else here's where i think is the value and we're getting some of this in the comments here um, Jocelyn asks, what's the reason for them using portrait? This is why I'm excited about Instagram TV. So I'm, I'm here as a lover, right? That that's critical, right? I'm here as a patriot <laughs> of IGTV. Um, I love, love, love that it's vertical. And I think that is so creative. And I think that it is so, um, forward thinking. And this is a core value of our company is to think forward, that they go, we're not going to compete with YouTube in the vertical space. People are already watching us like this. So our market separation, what's going to make us different is that it's vertical. And I do believe for this up and coming generation, like we don't have anybody on this call that doesn't have kids, right? So that's interesting. Three people, three parents are talking about IGTV. But what about the, the, the younger millennial, the 22 year old who's like, you know, I don't want to flip my phone and, and I grew up with vertical, so it doesn't offend me the way it offends some people <laughs> older than me, right? I love seeing what are these creators going to do with vertical that flips the entire film industry on its head. I love that. I love that they're disrupting. Yep. Well, and one of the things, again, we've got to take off our marketers, our marketers lens. And when you see these videos, you're like, this is, 
why is it important? Why is like on Facebook Watch or Instagram or IGTV, why are they serving it to you? It's got to be popular. There's something about that video that's either funny or entertaining or, right. you know, there's a reason why people are clicking on it and watching it. The, you know, the algorithm wouldn't serve stuff that doesn't work or else their, right. their platform would be broken. So we need to analyze and see how we can like reverse engineer why that video that may think be stupid to us is so popular with the rest of the world, because that's our goal is to get the rest of the world to look at our content. So use it as a, as an educational tool and not just swipe, you know, this is stupid, but find out why and think like, why is this working and really dig deep. I think that's one of the ways you can win uh, with some of these, these new formats that are coming out. That's great. Maddie's got a great comment here. She says, as yeah. a 22 year old, it's an, it's an easier transition to watch with IGTV on Instagram since the whole app is vertical. Yet I hate right. watching IGTV because it's hard to search and I don't yes. understand the interface. And also how different is it from highlighted stories? So she's voicing some of those same concerns that I think Instagram is starting to grasp because Owen, you discovered something. Let's talk about this. Yeah. So what was it you found and how do you think this is going to impact things? Yeah, great. So I've had the same concern with IGTV. I'm a lover of algorithms. I want to see an algorithm serve me stuff. That is what I want. Right. And uh, Kim mentioned Instagram ads. I, I really enjoy my Facebook ads for the most part. Like I feel like they're very targeted to me. And, and so I like that. I like seeing the algorithm like Facebook knows my experience experience I want to have. So Instagram hasn't quite figured that out yet. Right. So I go into Instagram and it's really interesting how um, I'm getting alerts for things like, OK, so to answer the question immediately is I got a big fat alert for IGTV and it's like, hey, this person, I think it was April Roga. Uh, so April, I know you're watching. Good to see you. Uh, April Roga has uploaded a new, uh, IGTV and it was big and it was fat and it was bold, but it was also kind of ugly. And, and so, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, and I don't know if we have a, a screenshot of it, but it, it was pretty ugly. And I thought, you know, I, I love that they're putting Instagram TV in front of me. Now they're giving me alerts, but they're telling me the last person to upload. Uh, you know, where's the subscribe system? Where's the mm -hmm. alert first system? Where's like the algorithm that says, you know, hey, here's content you've been engaging with. So I engage with Mike Murphy. I engage with Nick Nimmin, Five Minute Crafts. I have yet to receive an alert when those three people um, upload a show. So, you know, I, I, I like that they're sending out alerts. This is an upgrade from their, their first alert, which was this little tiny, little cutie, little baby. It's a baby dot right up here. So <laughs> stupid. You know, it's like, I can't even see, I don't even know what it is. I feel like there's an error on Instagram. Like what happened? What happened to my phone? Uh, right. now it's like, there's a new IGTV up here, you know, um, unfortunately it's just so random, uh, that I, I, it, it's not, it's not working yet. Yeah. All right. So to kind of start to close this out and Kim, I'll get to your question in a second. Um, I want us to start closing in on, all right, as a marketer, where does our headspace need to be right now moving forward in terms of uh, IGTV? Kim, what did you want to ask? Uh, well, I wanted to say that there is a screen share and for some reason it's not popping up. So I'm sorry, everyone. We had a screen share of what the notifications look like. We'll but, have it in the show um, notes for this episode so people can yeah, take a look. So, so there yeah, you go. So as far as um, the question you were asking, as, as far as what marketers should be doing, I don't feel a huge rush to completely embrace the platform right now. 
I do think that it will be more relevant as time goes on. And I have complete faith and trust in Facebook and Instagram that they will make this work somehow. So I think that it's something that I, I and other marketers will need to learn to embrace, but it's not the second, I don't believe. All right, I'll go. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> what I think is even if uh, IGTV fails, uh, Vertical video is here to stay. And so we need to be, if, if you're creating content, you need to wrap your brain around how to do that. If mm-hmm. IGTV doesn't work, something else is going to come along. It's what everybody is like Owen said, is growing up on. That's what they're used to. Uh, it's a it's a new way to tell a story. And if you get ahead of the curve on that, it's just going to be uh, all bonus for you. Yeah. IGTV will win. It is a winner. Uh, What you should do is you should be getting behind the content creators that are doing well and following them and noticing what they're doing. I would, I would even convince, I would even urge you to do the stories thing and just do a three minute uncut story and start uploading there and, and start seeing what results you're getting. Don't put too much time into it. Put a little bit of time into it so you can be a part of that growth community in the beginning. But IGTV is a winner. Follow it, learn vertical video and start listening to the 22 year olds. There's a, that's a huge, huge population coming up. Uh, and we don't have to like everything they like, but we should be listening to what they like. Yeah. Great insights. Great. Uh, good job. All right. So Jeff, you're going to stay on for the next segment. Owen, sorry, but we've got to say goodbye. But before we go, I want to direct people to where they can best <laughs> direct people direct people to where they can best find you. So where would you like to hang out with people uh, online? YouTube toolkit. Guys, go get my YouTube toolkit. It's designed for entrepreneurs and business owners. Look, the way that you're going to build your YouTube channel and the channels for your clients is different than the way PewDiePie Uh, or the Ohana adventure is going to build a channel. You need to know those tactics. And I teach them in my YouTube toolkit. So go to youtubetoolkit.com, download it. And I just bought the domain today. So that's why I wanted to say it like four times. (laughs) Nice. Well done. Thanks for having us. High five. Thanks, Owen. High five, Owen. Thanks for being here. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I timed that just right. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about IGTV. I'm going to start taking a little bit more of a look at it. I know that we're going to be still talking about IGTV when it comes time for social media marketing world 2019. I guarantee it. I called it. even. So, but you got to be there. You got to be at right. social media marketing world 2019 to learn more we'll about there. IGTV. You'll be there. Kim, you'll be there. I'll be there. Everybody's going to be there. 7,000 fellow marketers are going to be there. And so to make sure you're there, go find out more and get your ticket by going to smmw19.com. All right, let's move into some Facebook video news. So Jeff, yeah, man, there's there's a bunch of news here. Let's let's talk about this Facebook Creator Studio as well as Facebook Watch. There's news on both these fronts. Some people aren't going to remember what Facebook Creator Studio is. So can you fill yeah. us in a little bit on what that is and then what the news is regarding that? OK, the cool thing about uh, Facebook Creator Studio is we talked about this uh, a while back on the show. It was allowing you to do like pre-rolls and post-rolls when you went live If you and you could make like templates and really cool stuff. And it was inside. There was an app you have for app. And then there's also um, 
I think it actually went from what was the only celebrities you got to have? It was Facebook, Facebook something. mentions, mentions. mentions. I think is yes. what it was. So yeah. it went to Creator Studio, and so what happens is you know they've kind of boosted all this. So um, they've rolled out Creator Studio globally, and there's some really cool things uh, that they mentioned in this press release. So um, the Creator Studio allows you now to have one space where you can get all this data. And um, you can actually post videos. You can see, like, if you manage multiple places, this is one place where you can go and manage comments. You can do all sorts of cool things. They even mentioned, right, uh, it's not available right now, but eventually you're going to be able to upload video one time and have it go out to multiple pages through Creator Studio. So it's very, very cool. It's hard to find, you know, when you first get started. <laughs> so it's under publishing tools, and there's a little Creator Studio, Studio icon where you can see all this stuff. Um, but that's, I mean, some of the stuff that you get with this um, is going to be really cool. Like they have, uh, and I'm looking right at uh, Social Media Examiner's um, page, uh, you get to see follower activity. And you can have from like the last seven days all the way to the last 28 days or a quarter or whatever. And so you can see your follower activity. You can see returning videos. This is a new stat they call loyalty. So you can see returning uh, viewers who have been watching your content, how many of your viewers have returned from the previous week. Um, and also, it kind of shows you the funnel of how long people are watching. So it does a breakdown of your video views that period. Uh, you can see like, you know, what percentage from go from a three uh, second view down to a one minute view to complete views. So you can really see, okay, my content, this last, you know, last section that we're measuring really dropped or A, it went up because we're, we're, we're like redefining our show or refining it a little bit. So very, very cool stuff out of this. Very cool. So we've got some screenshots. We can kind of, I mean, if you wouldn't mind describing, I think it's a little bit about basically what you were just talking about, but there's some right. stuff here regarding uh, loyalty as well as, um, right. Oh, what's it, what's it called? Returning viewers and then yes. uh, how long people are watching. So those are the big things right there. And um, it really does break it down all for, um, you know, your videos, how they're performing, because a lot of people were, you know, is this is the stuff we're working? You see like three second views and you see like uh, 10, you know, 10 second views. What does that really mean? Well, how long people are watching funnel is really key to see. It goes from 10.7 million three second views down to one uh, minute views, which is 2.8 million. Then even further down, completed views, 2.3 million, which is great. That's a really yes. great return from <laughs> one minute. I would love that. Um, but it actually, it doesn't show it on the screen, but we see it on our page at social media. Uh, examiner, it actually will give you the percentage of where it's gone down or gone up in between each of those graphs. So it's very, very oh, cool. Nice. So Kim, yeah. I think I think Jocelyn had a great question. Um, let's bring that one up. Okie dokie. Um, oh, and then, so she, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go. Yeah, she's saying, how does this work with or differ from Facebook business? It's, it's, it's a one place inside of Facebook now where you go for everything like video related. So this is your creator. This is where you, you can actually go inside of here and manage comments and all sorts of cool things. So um, it's kind of their one stop. It's almost like ad manager for videos, I guess. It's your That's one a great place way to put it. Where, you yeah, can, it is. where you can see everything, see all your data, make decisions, you know, talk to people about comments, all sorts of things. So it's really, really cool. Yeah, I like I like that description. What I love so much about this is being able to see in a graphical form 
you know, your three second views, which essentially is just impressions and, and then how it drops down to the one minute view and completed views, because sometimes that information is kind of hard to find when you're before, when you're just looking at a video and trying to create custom audiences out of it, especially right. this is, you know, this shows me, okay, what kind of custom audience should I be making in, in this case right. with completed views, it's worth it to make that audience. Right. So here's some others. I, I want to just run down some of the other things they mentioned with this new creator studio. Uh, you get to manage content and interaction. So you, you can explore uh, your entire content library and post level details and insights, and you can manage interactions across all pages and respond to Facebook messages or comments on Facebook and Instagram. So kind of a big deal. Oh, nice. Yeah. Streamline video publishing. So you can compose, you can schedule. I now can go live directly from this page uh, and across uh, own pages. If it's a new, you can set up playlists here. This is where this is going to happen and you can bulk upload videos. So let's say you had an entire season, oh. you could bulk upload videos to a single page and soon that's going to be av available to multiple pages as well. So that well, bulk up uploader is huge for content creators. And that just hit me as something that, Jeff, you and I really need in regards to something that I won't go into detail here. But that's a right. huge time saver to be able to bulk upload a whole bunch right. of episodes to something all at once. So, right. OK, and, mind and this, blown. This is this is this is huge. This is great. This is good. Yeah. So when yeah. you start thinking about it and, it and it looks pretty sharp, even with this initial rollout, a lot of times their stuff is a little clunky. I've been impressed with the way this has worked from the get go. Um, this is also, and they made a big deal about uh, having a, a monetization option for people. This is where you're going to access your ad breaks. W if you're eligible, you have an eligible page uh, to have ad breaks. This is where you're going to have the monetization insights, view payments. This is where you're going to have your access rights manager, where you can add sound. This is the sound collection is going to be here too. And all that stuff is going to be uh, all built in here. So um, it's very, very cool. And this, that new metric is brand new, that audience retention metric. And they made a big deal in the press release of saying, hey, this new loyalty insights is a new thing we've never had before. So if you want to see how your readers are doing, go make sure you go check that out. Very cool. Um, people are obviously thinking, okay, if this is rolled out globally, how do I find out where this is in my stuff and if I have it yet? So right. where do we find this? So, uh, like I said, I, it's, you go into, let me double check as I say <laughs> this, um, you go into, um, I believe it's your, your, um, uh, publisher inside of Facebook as in your page, go there and then you have access to creator studio. It's on the left-hand side. There's a, you have those left side options and that's like the, one of the top ones. And it'll say creator studio. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So then the other piece of Facebook video news regard is regarding Facebook watch. Right. So now, clear, clear this up for us. There's a misconception about what Facebook watch is. Right. Okay. Facebook watch is where they want you to consume videos. And a lot of people say, well, I want the, the Facebook watch show. Like even on the journey, we've talked about, you know, M Michael Stilter said, you know, Hey, we'd love to be on, have a watch show. Well, the thing is every video, and they made a, another big deal about saying this in the press release is that any video can be, you know, if it's popular or people like it can be seen in watch. In fact, if you save a video, you can watch it later inside of the watch tab on Facebook. What people are, are really wanting and, and want to have is that show page. And that's a special show page that's just for uh, that they give out to like Mike Rowe, who's got one. Patrick's has got a, a, a show page. It's a special one that you have to apply for to get to have 
the special template for a show. But your videos t still can show up on Watch. And Watch is actually where all these videos and where you discover new videos uh, reside. And when they say it rolls out globally, that means that that Watch tab is available to everybody now, not just select markets. Which Make is sense? huge because then yeah. suddenly this syndicated, or I should say, uh, episodic video content that is inside of Facebook is now then able to be accessed through that watch tab globally. Everybody mm -hmm. has the watch tab or will be getting the watch tab. Now, Oprah style, you get a watch tab, you get a watch tab, right? Everybody and, gets the watch tab. Yeah. And so they did give some numbers with this press release. They said every month, more than 50 million people in the U S come to watch videos for at least a minute in watch. And the total time spent, uh, spent watching videos in watch has increased by 14 times since the start of 2018. So people are starting to use this watch tab. They're, they're discovering new videos. Um, you can actually on the top of the watch list, there's some like little tabs that you can click on. In fact, this would be great if IGTV, we just talked about this, would do something like this. Yes. Um, you can follow the people on your watch list. You click on that and you can see people that you've already followed their shows. Like I follow like dry bar comedy, which is a great clean comedy thing that I can show my kids. Um, it's great. And so it says it's going to collection of recent videos from pages you follow. Um, and you can customize this. It's a place for your saved videos. And it's, they also really wanted to push out. This is videos that you can participate in there. You know, this is where they're, they're talking about having watch parties, premieres, which we've been testing on social media examiner channel. And these videos like this new confetti show that like the little game show that they have will be in there. So they want to have that uh, audience participation in watch as well. Uh, so the other thing, something. Go ahead. Um, so you're talking about you can save videos and they'll show up and watch. Uh -huh. I wonder if we should be encouraging people to save our videos and that sends a signal to Facebook that, hey, if enough people are saving your videos into to watch them and watch that maybe you deserve your right. own channel. Yeah, they did. They, that's the thing is they didn't really say how you become like a, a spe specific show. Like right. I could search for social media examiner and I wouldn't, our shows would not pop up unless I search for it in a different section. Uh, that's, mm -hmm. that's outside of the, actually the watch thing. So I don't, they didn't tell us, they said any video can be eligible to be in watch, but they didn't say how that's going to happen. So mm -hmm. I th maybe, I mean, cause I, I use it just because it's handy because I save stuff and I know where it's all, all at. Right. Like, and then, then I can cast it to my Apple TV and we can watch it there because all this does tie in to Apple TV and all that kind of See, stuff and, as well. And there's my rub is the Apple TV, Facebook app needs better Facebook watch integration. There's not a place in there to easily find all these episodic you know channels these these right. tv shows inside of facebook watch on that apple tv thing if there was and that i could subscribe to them much like uh owen a little while ago was talking about igtv stuff and i tell you what i will even watch vertical video on my tv screen right if, if it's big instagram enough, yeah. comes out with an apple tv app for it i guarantee you i will sit down and watch a 10 minute vertical video on my tv screen just because that's where personally as a Right. older than millennial person uh, sits. Well, I will sit down and I will make the time for the important stuff when it comes to the right, right. content. So um, ad breaks, so, this is also part of this. Get to that in a second. What were you just about to say? Well, I was going to say that the discoverability, uh, discoverability for Facebook watch is really good. Like you I probably can't see it, but at the top it says shows you watch and I can scroll right through them. And then it gives me stuff. Here's some top videos for you that you might like, mm -hmm. and you can scroll through them. And so, 
they're really doing a great, there's live video that shows up right now. That's been spotlighted like today. Us, like right uh, now, literally. Like Lewis, I, no, I wish it was that. But Lewis Howe, Lewis Howes is on there. And so he was a speaker at Social Media Marketing World. So, but I mean, so there's a chance that stuff can happen. So I don't know the criteria, but anyway, it's kind of a cool new deal. So then the ad breaks thing is also part of this a bit. Um, this is something that we've actually gotten a lot of questions about. And so ad breaks are now fully launching across five markets and open to eligible pages. Uh, we've had some questions even here in during here during the show about, you know, what, what's the availability? How do I get, how do I get ad breaks? Because they right. apparently want ad breaks in their stuff. I don't know that I would, but well, they make money. That's the, that's the reason. I, if I you get have ad that, breaks. But like, yeah, I'm always like, why would you pause my video on Facebook of all places when I'm like, <laughs> oh, right. never mind. Anyway, that's just my personal right. take, but let's get into right. the, like the nuts of this. So here's the, the eligibility requirements for pages that want to be eligible for ad breaks. If they have been creating three minute videos that have generated more than 30,000 one minute views in total over the past two months, have 10,000 Facebook followers, meet our their Facebook's monetization, eligibility standards, whatever that is, and located in a country where ad breaks are available. And they can, there's a, there's a link in the press release that I'm sure that we'll have available where you can check your eligibility if you're not, uh, to see if you're in the right area. Well, and originally it was like five of them. It was US, UK, right. Ireland, New Zealand, and Australia. But then it right. says in September, they're expanding. Exactly. Two and then there's too many for me to mention. So, right, like seriously, it's another twenty, twenty-five plus countries. I'm not going to read them all, right. but there you go. So, that's the criteria. And as usual, we will have all this information in the show notes for this episode, right. which you can find every Saturday at socialmediaexaminer.com. So, so and and they actually are uh, both mid-roll, so that's in the middle, and pre-roll format. So you can this and so that Creator Studio, that's where you'll go and manage that if you are eligible to do that stuff. So that's what's cool also about that. Uh, creator studio. So cool. um, I saw something about anyway. static images underneath the video. Also static image. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, and so, and they say that 70% of mid rolls ads are viewed to completion on Facebook, which makes sense to me because yeah. like, if I'm watching a comedy thing and it's really funny, I will continue. I'll like, mm-hmm. gosh, get it's like a commercial. And then it starts <laughs> up again. So, I mean, yeah. it, I can, I, that's bearable. If it's, if it, it's gotta be good content though. Otherwise, people are yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep. yep. So, uh, in, in kind of closing out this segment, um, that's the news as far as Facebook watch, Facebook creator studio, this is all brand new stuff. Uh, although it's brand new stuff related to stuff that's been around for a little while, but there you go. Right. The market, the Facebook video market and marketing has been advancing forward. And so pay attention and again, show notes for this episode to dig even deeper socialmediaexaminer.com every Saturday, Jeff, thanks for being here. Thanks for also running the simulcast of this show while you're magically on the show. How do you do it? Like, Where like would you like to direct people to, to find hey, out more about you? Yeah, go to manlypitcherships.com. We're always adding testosterone. I'm just late. It's just late <laughs> here. I've Want me to drink. say it? I'll uh, say it. Adding testosterone one minute at a time. That's right. <laughs> so uh, thanks for having me on. This has been great. Uh, let us know and share this out in the, uh, you know, in the all and all socials. But let us know in the comments what you think about IGTV and this Facebook Watch. Mm-hmm. If you get access to like watch pages, would you create a show? Or is that just like too much for yourself or the company that you're working for? We'd like to know because I know a lot of people want it, but then if they get it, what are they going to do with it? You know, I'd create a show if I got it. Would you? Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. 
All right. See you later, Jeff. All right. Bye, Jeff. All right. So, uh, and by the way, Jeff will be at Social Media Marketing World. He's speaking on, well, he, he didn't speak on Pinterest last year, actually. I shouldn't say that. I was in the room. It was a great um, <laughs> session, but it was all about visual marketing. And honestly, I learned stuff and I am not a visual marketer, but I learned stuff from Jeff. So, and, and, you know, he mentioned me in the show or his talk too. So that was bonus. But again, Social Media Marketing World. SMMW19.com. That's where you go to find out more. Make sure you're going to be there because, hey, everybody else is. I bet right now, as as I'm saying this, in the comments, everywhere we're simulcasting, people are saying, I got my ticket because that's what happens every time. So this last segment is very interesting to me. And we're not going to take a ton of time on this. But Kim, Facebook, uh, there was a study done on Facebook about Facebook, I should say, done by Pew Research. And this study was carried out between May 29th and June 11th. So about a period of two weeks. And it was, you know, that at that time, if you think about it, that t- period in time was far enough out from all the Cambridge Analytica stuff. So that did kind of factor into this. Right. Um, they polled more than 4,500 respondents. So that's a pretty big number. And the findings that they got out of these, it was actually two different studies. Uh, one has to do with people um, adjusting their privacy settings and the other, and, and taking breaks from Facebook. The other has to do with um, how well they understand. Yes. <laughs> sorry. I won't get that. Sorry. Distracted. Sorry. Uh, getting um, their understand what their understanding of the news feed is. So mm-hmm. let's, dive into this briefly and then we had some really interesting reactions when we posted about this on our facebook page that i want to get into so uh does any one of these statistics in particular jump out to you as the most interesting i can't say that it was terribly surprising because one right. hears about it so much um you know, there was something that was written that I thought maybe was a mistake, and it was saying um, Pew Research Center had said that in earlier research, they found that a larger share of younger than older adults still use Facebook. And so mm. that's that's actually the exact opposite of now from what they're saying. So there's been a big flop, if you will, in the user demographics. And that's a that's a great point. Age is a really interesting factor here. What were you just about Mm -hmm. to say? Because I have another thought that goes after that. Well, I was just going to say that the number of people that have taken a break from Facebook is not surprising. I was a little surprised by the number of people that have deleted the app from their phone, which was something like 25 percent, somewhere around there, I believe. Mm -hmm. But just because someone takes Facebook off of their phone does not mean that they're off of Facebook. It just means they don't want that that disruption or they don't want to be using it every single second of the day. Some people take Facebook off their phone because they use Facebook too much. So, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm raising my hand. You can't see that if you're listening to this as a podcast, but that is definitely true. Yeah. Uh, The other, so in, in regards to the age thing, the thing that surprised me the most was the statistic that privacy settings 
of all things, like only a third of the people that are users 65 and older had adjusted their privacy settings uh, recently compared with 64% of younger users. And, you know, as somebody who's in neither of those categories, I'm kind of in the middle ground. I'm like, I treat my privacy great. I think some young people just like putting crazy stuff out there is, is insane. Get off my lawn. But then at the same time, older people, anyways, I'm getting too bogged down. Point being of my opinion on this is I was kind of freaked out to see that younger people were caring about adjusting their Facebook settings as much as they were, because we're kind of led to believe that that's not even the case with that age range per se. Did that surprise you? You know, it actually, it didn't surprise me all that much. I would have thought that the older age range would adjust theirs more, but the fact that the younger generations were adjusting, changing their privacy settings so much didn't surprise me because I've heard a lot that like millennials and such are more interested in their privacy. They don't want the entire world to know what they're doing. Like, like me, everything on mine is pretty much public and it's just all out there for the world, but I don't post much. But that being said, um, Facebook made it very easy after the Cambridge Analytica scandal. They made it very easy to change your settings and they prompted you. Seemed like every day they're prompting, you know, oh, check this. And did you know you can change this? So, you know, I think that that played a part in it also was how easy they made it. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think one of the other the in, one of the other interesting things that was a finding from this study had to do with the news feed and how much of an understanding the public actually has. And I think this has huge implications for marketers because if you understand the consumers that are using Facebook, um, basically fifty three percent of U.S. adults said they don't understand how the news feed works. And, and and again, us marketers, we're all like, well, heck, heck the time I don't either. So I'm exactly. right there in that 50-50. But, <laughs> uh, you know, th- and then a fifth of that saying that they don't even understand the feed at all. And they just take what it's been, that what it's giving them. So that's kind of an interesting uh, way to put this. So it, uh, here's the thing. As we wind down this segment and the show, I want to bring in some really cool and or unique uh, takes that people uh, had reaction wise to our Facebook post about this. And you can find that post over on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash SM examiner. This first reaction I thought was interesting. This is from Matthew Adams. He says, if I did not have so much of my business tied up in Facebook, I would start deleting. The funny thing is, is my Facebook is four to times bigger, four to five times bigger than Instagram, but I get 50 times the engagement with Instagram. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, well, um, I think I think out of all the comments, Dennis used was probably yeah. right on. <laughs> Utilities are never cool or sexy, but you use them anyway. And for for a lot of us marketers, I I agree with the other guy. I probably wouldn't keep Facebook if I didn't need it to run people's ads. It's just it's it's a necessary. Facebook has made themselves indispensable for me anyway. Yeah. Jocelyn Bordreau says, if not for my biz, I would delete, delete, delete. Yeah. So yeah. A, a lot of those <laughs> comments were the same. Yeah. It, it, a lot of them are, you know, if, if I didn't need it for work or if I had an alternative, I'd mm-hmm. quit. I'd delete. Um, this one from Cindy Batiste is very interesting. She says, I think, I think when I run Facebook ads, I still make my money back and usually double it. 
It's a sales faucet. So I will stick with it as long as it remains the same. But personally, and there's the key, remains the same. Since when has ever Facebook remained the same? But anyway... Uh, that's my editorial edit right there. But personally, she says, I find the changes they've made to my newsfeed have made it dead boring. Yes. I kind of agree with her on that too. I've curated my newsfeed a lot this year. I still find it boring mobile and desktop. I don't know what to tell you about that. So I agree. I agree. I don't know how they've figured out, you know, what their algorithm is, is doing, but they managed to show me everything that I could care less about. And then when the political season comes around, thank God mm-hmm. there's going to be keyboard muting. Keyboard yes. muting is probably one of the most important things that Facebook is coming out with. And it's a preemptive strike against the political season. And I'm very grateful. Yeah, I, I am as well. So we wanted to bring you this news um, from the Pew Research. Pew, 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 pew. And shoot it <laughs> at you guys. So that you see what I did there so that you guys would be informed marketers. This is very important for you guys to know about. Um, we'd love to get your take on it. There's a Facebook post over on again on our Facebook page. Go to Facebook.com slash SM examiner. Uh, number one, you can go and comment and read more about this. Number two, episode one of season two of the journey is dropping on Monday. So you need to go over to our Facebook page and see the post there and click I'm interested so that you're notified to go watch it when there's a sneak peek actually this coming Sunday before the Monday release. So go do that. And uh, as we close the show, I just want to say thank you again to everybody who's been here. Make sure to go over and check out Social Media Marketing World 2019 at smmw19.com. The show notes for this episode, you can find every Saturday at socialmediaexaminer.com. And I want to say thank you to Jeff C for being here as well as simulcasting. Thank you to Grace Duffy, our show producer. Thanks to Owen Video for being here as a great guest. And thank you, Kim, for being a great co-host this week. And uh, with that, I want to say you can find the audio for this on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher as a podcast every Monday. You can join us and get this on your calendar at socialmediaexaminer.com slash live show. And with that... Thank you for listening and share this, subscribe to it, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.